Hey everybody, it's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. It is August 3rd, 2020. And yes, we have been holed up in our homes for months since March of this year. And so we are in unprecedented times. I cannot believe it's already August. And today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the elephant in the room. I want to talk honestly and openly about how we're all feeling. And first, I want to introduce you to a new little jingle. This is my husband, Jeff, playing the guitar. We love the guitar and we love all kinds of like folksy Americana music, country, all of it, rock and roll. And he just made up this little jingle for the podcast. So here it is. Welcome. That's all I got for it now, baby. (laughs) Don't you love it? I left that little part in. That's all I got for you now, baby. So I asked my husband to do some crazy things, right? He's used to it now, but I appreciate him coming on and, and playing the guitar. So that was Jeff. And on this podcast, those of you who've been listening, you know that I encourage you to say yes in your own life to a life of excitement, a life of fun, a life of awareness. I want you to live fully. I want you to live the abundant life that God invites you into. I want you to understand and appreciate your original design. I want you to embrace all of your gifting. And usually I say I want you to live a greater calling in your life and make a difference in the world. And I like that. I agree with that. I think that's important. And I think that you should do that and you will do that and you're all making a difference. But here's the thing. Sometimes we don't want to just think about like, oh, I have to make a difference in the world and I have to be living with so much purpose and I have to be living this greater calling. Sometimes we just want to make it through another day. Sometimes we just want to raise kids who aren't assholes. Sometimes we want to have a better marriage or lose 10 pounds Sometimes we just want somebody to slap the M&Ms out of our hand. Sometimes we're like, can I just get my butt up off the couch and go for a walk or jump on the Peloton? So sometimes our goals and our dreams aren't all about like this purpose and we're going to make such a difference and it's all about calling. And I think sometimes that frustrates us. Certainly in this time, it's frustrating a lot of people. And I've heard from a lot of you who are like, you know what, right now I just need some motivation to get unstuck in my thoughts. Or I just need some motivation to clean the kitchen. Like, to be honest, I just need some motivation to not lose 10 pounds, but not gain 20. So I hear you. And I, I recognize that. And while I talk to a lot of impre- entrepreneurs about business, and I think that is so fun and so important. I love marketing. I love talking about Instagram. I love talking about growing and launching your business. Today, I want to talk about just embracing who you are and where you are right now and offering yourself some grace. And there's this balance, I think, that comes up for me, right? 
there's this balance because I'm a Christian. And so I say, oh, I know I should be in God's word and I should pray to God and I should trust God and he's sovereign and he's got this. And I believe all of those things. And then I, I look outside my window or I, I watch the news or I hear what's going on or I go on social media and I realize, oh my gosh, it's so chaotic out there. And, and telling people to read their Bible or telling people just to trust God, it feels a little bit like spiritual bypassing or gaslighting. It feels like I'm not listening. I'm just telling them, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And the same thing pops up when I think of all the things I've learned through yoga. You know, I've learned to breathe. I mean, the breath itself has been life-changing for me. When I suffered from anxiety, I understood, I learned that deep breaths really do calm the central nervous system. And it's a physiological response that happens. And then it's emotional and physical and mental and It's so good, right? And so I want to encourage people, take deep breaths, meditate, right? Take your time, rest. And all of that's true too. But again, it feels like I'm poo-pooing how people are feeling. Poo-pooing my own self, saying, oh, Sue, you have tools to deal with this. Why would you be frustrated? You know better. Not to mention I'm a life coach, so I love routine And part of me says, well, we're just all upset. We're all just depressed because we don't have a routine. And if we could just come up with a plan and if we could just come up with a strategy and if we could just come up with goals and we can hold each other accountable, we can do this, we can do this. And again, it's all true and I believe it and we can. But we can't push under the rug how we're feeling. I'm a good Midwestern girl, right? Raised with those Midwest values. Like you pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You just deal with it. There's no time for whining. And so part of me is saying, don't complain. You're not a victim. The world doesn't control how you feel. You can do this. You can do anything you set your mind to. And it's all true. But again, it feels like I'm brushing over these intense feelings of something's not right. Something's not in alignment here. I'm trying to align up my beliefs with what I'm hearing on the news. I'm being told that what I just saw, I didn't see. I'm being fed a narrative that doesn't resonate in my soul, in my spirit, in my brain, to be honest. I'm a good student, and so I ask questions. And the temperature in the room here feels like, hmm, questions aren't allowed. I've seen people that I know, John Cass of the Chicago Tribune, writing for 35 years. You know, I moved to Texas six years ago, and I still read Cass every column. My mom texts me, did you read Cass today? He's excellent. He's old school journalist, unafraid unfiltered and I'm watching him get pushed to the back of the paper or lose his spot get censored be criticized people are trying to cancel him he doesn't fit the narrative I saw a 
Twitter posts from Tim Tebow talking about God labeled as possible misinformation or harmful content. I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? So for me to look at that and then just say to myself, you know what, it's okay, God is sovereign, is, is, God is sovereign, yes. And what I'm saying to myself could be true. Yes, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yes, you're not a victim. Yes, God is sovereign. Yes, deep breaths help. Yes, they help with anxiety. Yes, you can do anything you put your mind to. Yes, routine makes us feel stronger and better and healthier. All true. And yet they ignore the fact that what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing My soul is screaming, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. So when my thoughts say, calm down, don't pay attention, you know better than this, you don't have to be stressed out, you don't have any anxiety, I have to question what is going on. And so with all of the things that I've talked about, the yoga teacher, the life coach, Um, the Jesus lover, the good Midwestern values, the strong, not victim person. All of those things are good. But often what they also bring with them is people-pleasing. They bring with them this desire for everyone to get along. This desire to solve problems, to make problems go away, to be a fixer, to encourage, yes, to be an optimist, amen, to have hope, yes, and I embrace all of those things about myself. I am a half glass full person. Loving Jesus tells me that I get to be victorious because he was. He already took care of this. And this is all sin, what we're looking at in the world. This is all sin. But I don't want to look away from it and act like it's not happening either. That doesn't feel right in my soul. Maybe you felt this way too. So a post on Instagram about following, oh, just trust While it's true and I want to encourage you to trust, it just feels empty. And so today I posted, are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? And (laughs) it got a lot of feedback. And so tomorrow, if you're listening today, on Tuesday, I'm going to be doing an Instagram live with Brooke Boone. We're going to be talking at 11 a.m. Central Time on my Instagram page at Great Big Yes. I hope you'll join us. You can watch it later too. I'll save it on the page if you're listening later. But what I want to do is I want to talk to all of you. I want to know how do you keep saying yes when there's chaos and confusion in the world? How do you keep saying yes and staying positive in a way that's authentic and not spiritual bypassing or gaslighting? How do you receive information coming in and filter it through your own beliefs and the things that you know to be true? What happens if something isn't in alignment? What happens if it, it, you get that little pring, that little 
ping, like like little prick in your spirit that says, heads up, eyes open here. This is not true. And what if that thing that you're getting that about is being fed to you by the media or the government? What do you do? I'm an Enneagram 3. I don't know if those of you who have taken the Enneagram um, can probably relate to this, but those of you who haven't, it's a, it's a kind of like a personality test, right? So it's like the Myers-Briggs or the DISC, and it tells you, it gives you a number that you are. And like any personality test, these things come with good and bad, right? So you can read what you are and you can be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that 10-minute test like read my soul, <laughs> Right? But there's always things in there that make you kind of, it's a little bit of a gut punch too, where you're like, wow, yeah, that's true. And I don't like that about myself. But I believe like anything, when we look at that, we drop the pin, we go, who are we? Then we can invite God in and we can say, God, show me, show me how you see me, God. Help me reconcile this, God. Help me um, bring this into alignment with your will for me and your original design of me. Help me to appreciate all sides of myself. Help me to use this as just an awareness so when things come up, I can be cognizant of those things and I can um, be prayerful and come to you and be healed of those things, those childhood wounds that maybe have hurt me that I'm carrying. And so I'm a three on the Enneagram and that's the achiever. The achiever is somebody who is, um, you know, a good worker, somebody who succeeds in life from all outward appearances and worldly appearances. This person is successful. They work hard. They strive to do good. My wing is a two. I'm a helper. So as an achiever and a helper, I spend most of my life performing. I see what looks good on the outside and I meet it. I see what would cause someone to be successful and I achieve it. These are good things in the world and they've served me well. The downside of being a three is that I base my worthiness, my importance or my relevance on my achievements. So it's very hard for me to sit still. It's very hard for me to not strive and this is something that God's been working on with me for years. I would say we're about 10 years in to the deep work. And it's good. And I can see where I'm striving and then I pull myself back a little bit quicker. It hasn't completely gone away. But I can rest now knowing that my worthiness never changes. It's not based on what I accomplish. It's based on who I am and whose I am. It's based on what God says about me. He calls me worthy and equipped. And so I don't have to fear that that worthiness is fleeting or dependent on my actions. It's solid and never changing. And so now I understand that. But I still fall into, I want everyone to like me. I want to be non-controversial. I want to have people feel good around me. I want to encourage people. I don't want to isolate people. I don't want to make people feel like they don't belong. I don't want people to feel like I'm, well, anything bad. <laughs> I want them to love me. 
a three really loves words of affirmation. That's my love language. Praise, words of affirmation. Success. And so if people don't like me, often that feels like it hurts me a lot. So therefore, I don't like to cause, to make waves or to cause trouble. And I have often in my life decided that being comfortable and making other people comfortable was more important than speaking the truth. And I got to tell you, I still have this argument in my mind every day. My little girl, people pleaser, <laughs> is coming up to my 51-year-old like badass, brave warrior woman, and they're having these come to Jesus moments. And they're saying, what's worth speaking truthfully and honestly about? When is enough enough? When is it being a doormat versus being a kind person? I do believe that kindness is paramount. And I do believe that it's better to be kind than to be right. And so I don't rush around to tell everybody how wrong they are. Because I know, too, that I don't know everything. And goals in my life are to be humble and to be teachable and to be kind. To offer grace to other people. But I believe that you can be humble, teachable, kind, and offer grace and be educated, intelligent, curious, have an opinion, and be strong. Society has told us otherwise for a really long time. And women, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Terms like, oh, she's such a bitch. Or... She's so bossy, or I don't know who she thinks she is, or what a pain in the ass, or she needs to stand down. She needs to know her place. She's too big for her britches. This is the kind of messaging that we've been receiving. If you're a Christian, God help us, that messaging is loud. Women in general get this messaging, right? Yogis, I love yoga. It's such a path to peace and it has helped me so much in my life. But sometimes... It makes me feel like if you're a yoga instructor or a yoga practitioner, you should be peaceful all the time. And that's a lie. Nobody is peaceful all the time. And sometimes I would argue, this is where I'm going with this, sometimes God's telling us or the universe is telling us, the divine is telling us, say something. Sometimes our gut telling us enough is enough is the Holy Spirit telling us you were made for such a time as this. Sometimes 
We have to get uncomfortable. And I think, I would venture to say, all of us are really uncomfortable at this point. And maybe it takes to this point for us to see change and transformation. I hope we're all at home wrestling, having those come to Jesus moments with our old self and our ready to be birthed new self. I hope that we would, as intelligent, curious women, embrace transformation, embrace the uncomfortable, be willing to go there. If something doesn't make sense to you, call it out. I feel like there has been a lot of talk lately about what I should learn and listen to, what I need to know. There's been a lot of dressing down and a lot of condescension. And while some people will call that, if I, if I bow up against that, maybe that I'm unteachable or that I'm not humble, but I call it boundaries. I call it boundaries. I won't be talked down to by a society that has decided a narrative that I need to accept or else. So I want to invite you into a new great big yes. I want to invite you to say yes to all of you. All of you. The parts of you that you love and you want to show the world and the parts of you that you've been struggling with your entire life. I want you to stay in communion with God and ask him to lead you in this process. And I want you to understand that that doesn't mean you're a doormat who has to sit back and say nothing. I would recommend yoga, meditation, deep breaths to everyone because it has changed my life. And I also recommend thinking, being curious, being intelligent, and understanding that being a yoga or practicing yoga doesn't mean you have to always be peaceful. Give yourself grace. You're a human being. Do I recommend life coaching? 100%. Life coaching is life changing. Do I believe that habits create our lives? Yes. Do I believe that routine is more helpful for parents and for adults and for people of all ages? Yes. Do I believe in staying on track and holding yourself and others accountable 100%? And then there are days when I watch Netflix for six hours in a row and just surf Instagram. When my iPhone tells me you've been on 
your phone 10 hours today because I'm human? Am I up and dressed and ready to go every day? Most days, yes, because that is in alignment with who I am and how I'm made. But does it mean that there aren't days I want to just lay in bed, crawl under the covers, and call my mom? Both are okay. All is okay. Okay, so let's embrace all of us, all of ourselves, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's say when we're pissed. Let's say when we're excited. Let's say when it feels like chaos out there. And let's say when we truly believe that God gave us a good word to share with one another. Yes, we will need optimism and hope and faith. And we will embrace those things. But those things don't mean that we can't speak openly and honestly about what's going on in this country. In fact, the people that are hopeful and optimistic and faithful have to speak up. We're the ones that are going to move this ship forward. We have to know what we think. We have to pay attention and we have to share what we're thinking with each other. The worst thing we can feel like is that we're all alone because we don't feel like the culture is allowing us to say what we want. We're Americans for God's sakes. And not only that, but we're free. Free, bigger than liberty in America. We're free in Christ. So let's own that. Let's own that today, starting today. Say yes. Tell me all about it. I can't wait to hear. That's all I got for it now, baby.